Welcome to Celebrate Cultivate, a podcast about celebrating the good in life and cultivating more of what we want. I'm your host, Kayleen Seuss. My intention is to offer deep breaths, high vibes, and ideas for appreciating the magic in everyday life. Let's get to it. Hello, friends. How are you? It's starting to feel a little bit cooler. I can see that the seasons are shifting and it is just such an amazing feeling. So I hope wherever you are, you've got that almost autumn vibe coming your way. (laughs) Even here in Austin, it is like starting to feel slightly cooler and I'm just so happy about it. Recently on Instagram and on my personal blog, I've shared that I'm on the brink of some big shifts in my work, and one of the changes that's brewing is bringing everything back to KayleenElise.com and my KayleenElise Instagram. So this month marks my 11-year anniversary of my personal website, and it only feels fitting to bring it all back to where it began as things of evolved and shifted. I was really excited to launch the Celebrate Cultivate website when the very first Celebrate Cultivate happened in the end of year 2018. But, and you know, it's been a great home for the podcast as well, but I'm really just feeling this pull to simplify, to bring everything together, to integrate, like some of those big themes that I always talk about. I'm feeling the need to bring them for my own business and for my own experience, but also for my community so that you can find me in one home for all of the different things I offer, all of the content that I'm sharing. I think it'll be a really nice experience for everyone. Um, But while those changes are happening as they're unfolding, I'll be sure to share. And in the meantime, the show notes for this week's episode will be over at CelebrateCultivate.com. But if you want to connect with me on Instagram, the Kayleen Elise handle is definitely the best place to find me. And of course, my newsletter is also a great place because every week on Saturdays, I send out a recap of what's been going on that week, new inspiration, the playlist, all that good stuff. So if you aren't subscribed yet, be sure to head over to KayleenElise.com and click on the newsletter tab and get on the list. I hope that you enjoyed last week's episode all about tarot cards and oracle decks and connecting to your inner wisdom. It was really fun to share that practice with you, and I've had so much fun pulling cards for those of you who have been responding to the newsletter each week. So if you're not subscribed, then you don't know this, but in the newsletter recently, I've been sharing four questions that I reflect on and then um, allowing or inviting you to respond with your reflections and then if you do I will send you an intuitively pulled card from one of my favorite decks and also a card that I had custom made that says you are magic they're really pretty and fun to put up on a vision board or a bulletin board Um, so yeah I hope that we can continue to do that as it flows for right now it's really a nice way to connect and share with you 
This episode is all about cultivating a practice of reading for pleasure. So last year on That's Pretty Woo, Jordan and I shared an episode about reading fiction and that conversation and even preparing for that conversation really shifted my perspective and got me motivated to read more, especially to read more fiction. Prior to that, in if you've listened to That's Pretty Woo, Jordan and I you know, were reading and studying a ton for each different episode and we were both really into a phase of reading self-help and personal development books, a lot of nonfiction, and we were just feeling it was in October, and we were starting to feel like it was time to get cozy and to read for story's sake, and so that episode is a really fun one to listen to. If you haven't yet, I'll include a link to that in the show notes, but it is a thing that happens just talking about something sometimes can bring to the surface a passion or excitement for it. So in that conversation, I had some realizations that, wow, fiction is amazing and it's worthwhile. I think prior to that conversation, I had it in my head that like, fiction was for vacations only. And if I was like a serious reader, then nonfiction was what was going to help me become like better at life. (laughs) And that's kind of a hardcore mentality to have. And it makes reading more like a homework assignment and less like an enjoyable experience. And that's why I wanted to talk today about reading for pleasure, because I really think it's an amazing way to find magic calm and joy in your everyday life. So today I'm going to talk about how I read, when I read, and why reading is so amazing to me. And of course, I'm going to give you a rundown of some of my favorite books from this year. Okay, so let's get into how I read. So I am a big fan of reading on Kindle, and I am 100% one of those people that when e-readers came to the market, I said, you know, I can only read a paper book, real book, a real book is made of paper. Like, I know for sure that I was one of those people that said that. Um, which is just so funny because I don't even know what that means anymore. But I have changed my ways. I'm totally willing to to change for the betterment of myself. <laughs> so I I'm obsessed with reading on Kindle. I find it much easier literally to hold the book. Like holding a Kindle, it just weighs less. And um I know that reading on Kindle is easier because I I just always gravitate towards it and I haven't picked up a real book in a long time and that's actually one thing that I would like to change like I would like to invite an ability to pick up a real book and finish a real book I just haven't done it lately and so I'm flowing with what works and that is Kindle at the beginning of COVID and staying home, I had this like desire to go to the library. (laughs) I don't know why, but 
Um, maybe it was the fact that, you know, going to the library wasn't an option, but I, I decided that like, I really wanted to have the library experience and I hadn't been a member of the Austin Library and they allow you to sign up for a digital account without being in person. And so I was able to do that. And then I set up an account with the Libby app to get library books on my Kindle. And I am obsessed. I just think it's the coolest thing. And it's obviously way cheaper than buying books for Kindle. Um, and it kind of helps me like pace my Kindle reading because I'm putting books on hold and I'm waiting for them for weeks at a time. And then when I have a book, I have to read it because I only have 21 days until it's due back to the library. So I've really enjoyed that experience. I found like just so much pleasure in participating in the library experience, but being able to do it all through my phone. So the Kindle, the Libby app, and then I also am obsessed with Goodreads. And if you aren't familiar with Goodreads, it's this website and app for your phone that helps you keep track of what you're reading and books that you want to read. There are some social elements so you can follow people, you can follow authors, and they also have an annual reading challenge that I've participated in for many years, and I find it super motivating. This year, I said that I wanted to read 33 books, and I'm currently two books behind schedule. They like tell you, the app tells you if you're on track to read the number that you've set for your goal, which is also kind of nice to know. I don't personally feel behind. <laughs> like I think I'm going to hit it. Um, and my new idea, which I need to kind of take some time to get to, is I would love to read however many books I am in years old for the rest of my life. <laughs> so I feel like if you just wanna add one more book per year, like that seems like it should be possible. And as I get older, there's probably gonna be a period of time where life is really busy, but when I'm much older, it feels like I should be able to read 80 books when I'm 80. So this year my goal is 33, but I'm 35 years old. So I have to like catch up a little bit and get up to that pace and then I'll see if it's possible. I feel like it should be, but I, this is also like not hardcore goal setting. This is like a pleasurable idea that I have, which is one of the themes of this episode, which is it should feel good. Like you should have fun. Reading is fun. Reading is magical. And if it feels like work and you're not into it or you're not excited, then think about ways that you can shift your perspective or shift your approach so that it is fun. Um, because What's the point? You know, if it's not fun or if it doesn't feel good or it doesn't expand your mind, then it just doesn't seem like it's worth it to me. On audiobooks, I listen to quite a few of those. I think as a busy mom, that is definitely a great way to consume a book. I used to think that audiobooks didn't count as reading which is just like ridiculous. Of course it counts. And 
I think if you've listened to the episode that I recorded about taking a break from audiobooks and podcasts during my digital sabbatical, I shared that I really missed audiobooks. So since I've been back from my sabbatical, I've started listening to audiobooks again, and it's just so amazing. I love it so much, and I used to, or I'm still listening on Audible. I used to get all of my books through Audible, and I'm making a shift to Libro FM, which allows you to support local bookstore. So Libro FM is a great thing to check out if you're new to audiobooks or you're all caught up on your Audible books that you've purchased. I have a few more on like a different Audible account on deck, and I will share in this week's newsletter all of the audiobooks that I've purchased that I have yet to listen to because it's quite the list, and I'm really excited to get through them. Um, and some of them are on Audible, some of them are on Libro FM, but I'm like officially shifting over to Libro FM because I just think it's a really nice thing to be able to support local bookstore and to be able to kind of shift funds away from Amazon since they get so much of my money already. <laughs> okay, so now let's talk about when I read because I know from conversations with clients and friends, one of the biggest things that comes up is how do you read? Like, when do you read? When do you find time to read? And I know from following some other people who are big time readers, it has to be a priority and you have to be willing to, to fit reading into pockets of time or just to consider reading a worthwhile way to spend your time. And so it's a, a bit of prioritization. And if you think about reading for pleasure, we don't always prioritize pleasurable activities. Like sometimes we're much more willing to prioritize productivity, but we do need that balance and we do need to feel like pleasure and ease and calm in our life. And I think reading can give you a lot of that. So I love to read in the bath. That's definitely one of my favorite times to read. I also find it really relaxing to read before bed. And another pocket of time that I've found is in the mornings, our morning routine, for better or worse, involves like 30 minutes to an hour of TV time for the kids. They usually wake up pretty early, so it's like a good time for me to sip my coffee and for us to cuddle. And so I started bringing my Kindle down with me, and so I'll have Merit on my lap, and she's watching a show, and I can read my Kindle, and it's way better for me to read than to be scrolling my social media feeds. So that's definitely one of the pockets of time. If I'm really into a book, then I will definitely read while the kids are napping on the weekends, and I even like will bring my Kindle out on the front porch while the kids are playing and just sit and read. And so I'm like paying attention to them, but also enjoying my book. <laughs> I would really like to find a way, like I said, to reprioritize reading my actual books. I have way too many 
actual books in my house that I haven't read that I've purchased because I love to buy books, <laughs> but I don't always read them. So that is an area that I'd like to invite a solution into my life from the universe because I think that would be like a really nice next step for me when it comes to reading my actual books. In terms of audiobooks, two of the times that I really like to listen are on walks in the morning and also while working a puzzle. Basically, since March, I've had a puzzle going and I usually do them with Owen when he is hanging out with me in the middle of the day, but I also will sometimes take a break in the evenings and do a little puzzle and listening to an audiobook or podcast is super relaxing while puzzling. Um, And audiobooks are just a nice thing to have on when you're cooking or folding laundry, so I do kind of listen to audiobooks and podcasts interchangeably, but since taking that break um, during the sabbatical, audiobooks were the thing that I missed the most, and so I've really reprioritized audiobooks. And for me, in terms of what makes a good audiobook, like how do I decide that, I really love to listen to author-read books. I almost always listen to nonfiction, so either like a biography or I just finished Malcolm Gladwell's book, Talking to Strangers, which is super relevant for what's going on right now in the world with Black Lives Matter and just having an understanding of why our communication can go so awry when different groups are trying to have a conversation with each other. And some of the examples that Malcolm Gladwell uses in Talking to Strangers um, are really relevant to what's happening on happening right now. So I, I loved listening to that. But, you know, his books are a great example of awesome audiobooks if you like his voice and the way he reads. And Talking to Strangers was highly produced. Like, it sounds more like a podcast. It has a theme song, and they bring in the actual audio from different situations that he's talking about. So I really enjoyed that as an audiobook. And you just kind of get a different experience when you're listening to audiobooks than when you're reading. So those are kind of the criteria that I use. Okay, so I want to talk a little bit about why reading for pleasure is an amazing way to find magic, calm, and joy in your everyday life. The biggest thing for me right now is it's a good break from Instagram. (laughs) Reading just is something that you can do in those same pockets of time, but it's just so much better for your brain and for your body and your nervous system. It feels good to escape and it feels good to get into other people's drama and other people's heartbreak and suffering. It's like a good way for us to shift our perspective. It can be so expansive, but it's a lot more enriching than Instagram or reality TV. So reading is a calming activity, and when it's easy, like if you're really into a book, it can be almost meditative. And I don't only read like easy to read books, not that there's anything wrong with that, but you know, those aren't the only books I read, but it just can be really good for you. And even when it's a tough read, it's just very reaffirming 
that like as humans, we have this amazing ability to see things from other people's perspectives. When you're reading a book, you're like in other people's lives and but you're still in your own life because you're in your own brain. And it's just a really cool experience. And so especially with fiction, you know, but even with like an autobiography. So I just think that reading can really be calming and centering and expansive. You know, it can it can really bring you beyond whatever it is that's happening in your everyday life. So some of the things that are within us that make us reach for Instagram or make us reach for reality TV, those things can be answered through reading fiction or nonfiction as well. Okay, so I want to share some of the books that I've read and loved in 2020 because this year has been a great year for reading. There's a lot of reasons to want to escape. (laughs) And um, being at home so much, it's also been nice to travel to different landscapes in my mind and different scenarios and just get different points of view and different perspectives and different eras of living. So reading has been a really good thing for me in this season of life. And I definitely share a ton on Goodreads in terms of the books I'm reading, the books I want to read. I really try to share reviews. So when I finish a book, I try to jot down in my notes app a review for the book, like immediately afterwards. Now, I have like this little bit of hesitation in my voice as I'm saying that because the last three books that I've finished, I haven't written a review for, and I've been doing so good this year, so I need to catch up on those. But I just think writing a review is a very helpful way to give back to the author. It's also great to participate in the community on Goodreads. I read reviews from my friends and from people whose opinions I trust. And so I want to give back and share in that way. If you've never used Goodreads before, I will say it's not like the best app ever, but I really love it and I will definitely include a link in the show notes at CelebrateCultivate.com to my Goodreads profile. Um, Okay, so let's get through some of the books that I have read this year. I recently just finished Writers and Lovers by Lily King and I loved it. It's a fiction book about an author and her experience in life. And she is a server, which I never was. Um, I never waited tables, but I can imagine that if you have that experience, you would really relate to some of how the pacing and the experience that she shares. It's, it's such a good book, but she writes about her, the character's love life and the way that she writes. And I just, I love, love, love this book. I also finished One to Watch by Kate Stamen London recently. And I also loved this book. If you have watched The Bachelor, Bachelorette at all ever then and enjoyed it, then I think you will enjoy One to Watch. It is about a plus-size blogger who ends up being the bachelorette and so they take a lot of like there's 
excerpts from podcasts and they take pieces of her blog and her text messages and kind of thread them throughout the book, which was a really fun and easy read. Some of the other books that I've read lately that I really enjoyed, I read The Vanishing Half and was so obsessed. And I also read The Mothers, which is also by Britt Bennett. So The Mothers and The Vanishing Half are by the same author. I read them both. She is an incredible writer. Anytime she puts out another book, I'm going to read it because I loved both stories so much. They're different, but they are excellent. And I also, um, in terms of audiobooks, some of the ones that I've listened to relatively recently that I was obsessed with, I love, love, loved Journey of Souls by Michael Newton. It's a great audiobook because it's just like, it's about a hypnotherapist who takes people in these regressions where they experience past lives. And he kind of like stumbled into this. It wasn't something he set out to do. But then as he started doing it, he started to see some similarities and he learned how to ask questions of these people to kind of figure out more about what happens in these other realms of our soul's experience. And it is a just a mind shifting book. Like it, I loved listening to it. I felt so like magical and protected while I was listening to it. So it's a great one and it's a good one to revisit if you've already listened to it, but you haven't in a while. It's just such a good book and it's a pretty short listen as well. I also listened to Maybe You Should Talk to Someone, which is an audiobook that I loved from a therapist and it's about her therapist and our lives and I've actually only been to therapy once or twice. Um, So I have a pretty limited experience with that, but I've had a lot of soul um, personal development experiences and I've done RTT and I've, you know, had an inner voice session. I'm about to become an inner voice facilitator. So I have had some non-traditional therapy experiences and I just thought that book was such a great listen, really kind of like inspiring and insightful and also just made me feel connected to humanity in a way that is just really empowering, I suppose. Three other audiobooks that I've listened to this year that I really enjoyed were Signs by Laura Lynn Jackson, which she is a psychic medium, and it's all about the secret language of the universe and connecting to the spirit world, and it shares different stories of her clients connecting to people who have passed, and she shares how to kind of read signs and understand the way that the universe and our guides communicate with us. So again, another really magical soul-connecting story. I also listened to, at the beginning of this year, Know My Name by Chanel Miller, which is a heartbreaking story. If you're unfamiliar with her story, she was the Jane Doe in the um, Stanford sexual abuse case that was all over the news several years ago. Know My Name is written by Chanel. It's read by her in the audiobook. It is 
just about her entire experience through the court cases and her viewpoint of what happened to her and the survivor story. It is like, it just, it's really hard to listen to at times, of course, but she's a beautiful writer and she's such a resilient human and it really is kind of a good story in terms of when bad things happen and how we move forward in life. And the way that she shares what her experience was really just, I was like, I was, it was back when I was actually driving around and listening to audiobooks, which is another time that I listen to audiobooks when I actually used to drive around. And I would be listening and just like parked and couldn't turn it off. It was just so good. But also I felt like I, while I was listening to it, I felt like I had to listen with a level of reverence. Like I couldn't be just doing like, I don't know. I just couldn't listen to it passively. Like I was really there witnessing, being with. And um, if you haven't read or listened to that book, I would probably listen to it if you if you feel up for it because it was, she just does an amazing job. I also read Untamed or I listened to Untamed by Glennon Doyle. It's also a really good one to listen to because she is a very like inspirational and motivating speaker. She is a speaker, like that's part of her job. And so you can totally tell. Um, But the stories that she shares and the way that she looks at the world is very inspiring and unique. I didn't really know anything about her prior to listening to that audiobook. So it was a new... um, Like, some people have been following her for years and are major, major fans of hers. But for me, it was new, and I really loved it. So I would definitely recommend that if you haven't listened to it yet. Another book that I loved to read on my Kindle this year was Such a Fun Age by Kylie Reed. It is also very topical. It's a fiction book. It's about a nanny who is black and her experience being a nanny and her love life and her, like, there's, like, it's a fun fiction book. Like, there's these, like, big themes that run throughout it. Like, she's a real person. She's a black woman, so she has to deal with that experience. But also, it doesn't, it's not, like, that's not the only element of her story. It's not a flat story. Like, it's a very dynamic, relatable story. Um, and it's such a fun read, especially if you have kids of a certain age. And I have a nanny, so it was a fun, relatable read in that way. Um, and, of course, all the characters are flawed in one way or another, just like any good fiction book. But I loved the pacing of it. I loved the characters. When I stopped reading it, I really missed the characters, which I feel like is a total sign of an amazing book. I'm in the tiniest bit of a reading slump at this exact moment because I just finished Writers and Lovers and I just finished that Malcolm Gladwell audiobook, so I haven't really taken the dive into a next book. I think it's okay to take breaks. Like, you don't always have to be reading the next best book. And I also want to say permission granted if you get into a book and you're not feeling it and you don't want to read it like life is too short to read books that you don't want to read and this isn't school it isn't an assignment so you can totally just put a book down and sometimes you can pick it back up later 
or you can read another book. Like there are just thousands and thousands of amazing books out there. And so do not feel obligated to read something that doesn't feel aligning. You know, that's like not the point. So just a little permission from me to you. Don't read what you don't want to read. It's not worth it. That's going to wrap up today's episode. I would love to know what you're reading. If you're a reader, if you'd ever join a book club with me, (laughs) is that like too much pressure or would it be an amazing way to connect? I'd love to know. It could be fun. I think, you know, it would be nice. Maybe we'll just see. Send me an email or send me a DM on Instagram. I'm at Kayleen Elise and I'll be back next week with another fun episode that came in as a listener request. I'll be talking about finding simplicity and ease with skincare, beauty, and clothing. Talk to you then. Thank you so much for listening. Visit CelebrateCultivate.com for links and notes from today's conversation. Follow along on Instagram at CelebrateCultivate and connect with me at Kayleen Elise. Please share this pod with anyone who could use a little extra magic in their everyday life. Stay tuned for the next episode. I'll talk to you then.